Welcome to a very special episode of the Comic Book Strategic Investment Podcast. I am your Comic Book Invest Weekend Update Correspondent, Nico, and I'm here with my good friend, Mikey Halperin, uh, the most aggressive buyer on any showroom floor that I've ever seen. Uh, we are really excited to uh, talk about the uh, ongoing heritage auction. Um, I really appreciate you joining me to do that. Um, there's a, a ton of stuff uh, to talk about. Uh, so I, I just kind of want to um, jump in before we do that. Can you tell uh, those who have joined us live and who will be listening to this podcast um, a little bit about yourself? A <clears throat> little bit about me. Uh, well, I definitely buy and sell too many comic books. I definitely buy too many comic books. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Mikey Halperin. Um, I'm Mikey Comics on Instagram. Uh, I do a lot of work with Worldwide Comics. I do contract work with Heritage. I uh, spend too much time doing comic book stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you're a humble guy, um, and if you get a chance on a, a con floor to watch him go, it, it's uh, it's a thing of beauty. Um, uh, when we met, you were able to snag uh, three timelies, and uh, before I could figure out what they would they would even cost, uh, you had sealed the deal. Uh, it was it was like yeah, it was it was one of the neatest things I've ever seen. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's jump right in. Um, this is one of the, the coolest items uh, in the auction. Can you tell uh, people a little bit about this particular item? Albedo 2. So yeah, this is the first appearance of the uh, Usagi Yojimbo. I think that's how you say his name. Um, it's, it's really an awesome, awesome series. And it was a very limited print. I think there's, I, I want to say 500 copies of this were printed, period. Um, maybe it was 5,000, 5,000, something like that. And, uh, this came out around the same time as Ninja Turtles and they've now just announced that they're about to put this rabbit in a Netflix TV show. So that's really, really neat. So this is one of the, you know, star, uh, there's a lot of hype around him right now and it's signed, it's signed by the artist, um, and I don't know, it's just, it's just a sick book. It's a sick book. So let me ask you, getting great. whose book is this? It, it's my, it's my book. It's my, okay. <laughs> full disclosure. Did you get the Stan Sakai, uh, sketch? Uh, did I personally? Yeah. Are you able to, no, no, I actually, no, no, no. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a tinker. Um, I didn't tinker with this one actually you know but uh, uh i i sent it off to cgc to have them do it themselves because uh, you know signature series and um it that's <laughs> that's kind of the history on this one it was a ebay purchase uh it looked really pretty from the photos um so yeah and then when it came in i couldn't have been more happy with it I, now, we were talking last night you indicated that you had hoped to get it in to uh the last auction Yes. Yeah. That was the original plan was this for the going to the last auction. And, and I'm so happy it didn't because it, I mean, it well conflicted with another nine, eight in the auction. Um, so that's why they didn't put it in there. Um, but 
three days after that auction is when they announced the uh, the Netflix show. So uh, I'm very happy that it did not get put in the last last signature auction. Now, my understanding is that uh, a number of these books uh, burn up in a fire. Do you know the details about that? I I couldn't tell you a thing about that. Shame on um, me. Uh, that is really interesting, though. I mean, I know I just know the print run on this was so low, and yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, and, and my understanding is so low initial print run, subsequent fire, uh, an unknown number of copies that are remaining, and an incredibly small census. Mm -hmm. Plus, uh, now you know we're looking uh, at a Netflix cartoon that may or, or may not uh, deal with Usagi, but certainly will deal with uh, you know uh, some iteration of, of this character, mm -hmm. or a descendant thereof. Um, it, it's an unbelievable. Well, I feel like it's a, a pretty good investment book in a lot of ways, because if you look at uh, the way Ninja Turtles is right now and how active that is, you know, it's also limited print run for first copies, but even second, third prints now have surged through the roof. You know, they're uh, uh, it's like 5,000 bucks, 6,000 bucks for a third print, nine, eight, something like that. Maybe it's 3,000 bucks, but you know, a second print, nine, eight, one of those hasn't sold recently, but I bet that would be over five figures. Um, it's just, this is, I think, indicative of that. Cause it's this, this is also, it's not quite the same, you know, caliber. It's not Ninja Turtles, but they do also have a little bit of, I don't know. It's just that it's, it's a much more rare book. Very limited. It's very limited, same exact time period. And it's kind of the same fan base in a lot of ways. Nope. Um, I think, and maybe the, I think there's actually some crossover between them. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah. So, uh, Yusagi Yojimbo number 10 featured, uh, an early appearance of Leonardo and, um, yep. he was certainly a, a fixture in the cartoon. Uh, so I, I think for like a nostalgia piece, a, a lot of, uh, collectors remember when, you know, either their children watch that cartoon or they themselves watch that cartoon and, um, yeah, they are, their fates are inextricably linked. It, it's an amazing book and, uh, I'm really, uh, in awe of the fact oh, that it's it. going to get the take it home. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. There's a ton no. to talk about. So forgive me if I, I just fly through them. Uh, can you talk <laughs> about these blue beetles? Yeah. This is another one that I, that I own. Um, it's just any book from that period to be in that kind of grade is just, it, it doesn't come up. So, I mean, it's just a sweet uh, <laughs> cover. I mean, you, you've, got, you've got the girl, you've got the blue beetle bursting in in the back. It is, it's everything you want in a book if you're a big golden age guy like that. Yeah, so the good girl art piece, uh, tell <laughs> us what's the, the strip uh, mean? What, who is the publisher? The, the publisher, I need to read the label. I, I think it's Fox though. I think it's Fox features um, and Fox books from that. Yeah, it's gotta be Fox because I know the they've paper. All, they've all got that little uh, thing on the spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really hard, like for the, the these fray very easily from this time period. Uh, so it's really hard for them to get in really good grade. Um, it's like same thing with like the Phantom Ladies and that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, also fox books exactly exactly similar it's similar uh same period same paper uh so it's just really hard for them to get the exact 
to get, get them in great period. Um, so to have any that have survived like this is just, you know, stunning. Yeah. Now this one uh, broke my heart that you chose <laughs> it because I was like, but maybe I've got a shot. And and that's, what's and, really and cool. Not if anyone that I'm friends with watches this, cause they'll all be bidding against me. Uh, <laughs> what is this? So, so this is, well, it's, We've got a huge the Heritage has a huge selection of uh, uh, video game art, uh, whether it's box art or cover art or, or promotional art. But it's now with the recent surge in in video games, uh, it's just so cool to see the art part of that market. Because also, you know, I, I'm I'm a comic guy, so I and comic book guy, and I'm now just getting into the art. But video games, whole new market. And it's just so cool seeing the, the artwork in that uh, getting, getting recognized. Um, so, yeah, this is, um, this is the Capcom. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't tell you too much about this. I just know it's a really sweet, sweet piece. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of them. Absolutely amazing. Uh, we've talked privately about um, my belief that there's a, a potential uh, emerging market for video game related art, right? right. So, um, you know, the Captain Commando advertising painting, um, this is original art mm -hmm. that was used. Uh, there's a ton of this stuff that's starting to come to uh, market now. Uh, used to be, uh, you, you wouldn't see much of any of it. And, um, you know, I think there's a, a lot of uh, potential in the long term for this stuff. Uh, particularly the price tags that we see on some of these video games. Um, one that uh, is a real fan favorite. <laughs> Zelda. Zelda. And I'm, I'm not a video game guy, so, so keep that in mind. Uh, but this is... I mean, just to see these in that kind of grade is unbelievable. I believe this is the highest graded copy of uh, uh, Zelda of Zelda number. Is this the second? Is this Zelda one or is this Zelda two? I think it's Zelda two. No, Legend of Zelda. Number one. Yeah, highest graded copy of it, and it's just. <laughs> I wish I could tell you too much more. I just not. A, I'm not a video game guy, but it's sick. I just know it's sick. This is what everyone's you know the rage is about. Yeah, and so. One of the other things that you uh, astutely observed is that some of the uh, newer video games are, are really starting to pop up in price. Uh, mm. I was stunned at the price tag on uh, this PlayStation 2 game. Yeah, um, so I need to I need to double check what our last sale was, um, but I think it might have been over ten. I think it was over ten thousand bucks um, for for a copy of God of War. So. Like games that you know came out, I I played them. I played it <laughs> to bring bring that kind of money. It's very very cool. And there's plenty of other ones. There's like the Halo one, and then there's uh, uh the Mario games, and it's just it's sweet because it's like now this is my childhood. This is what I I really wasted a ton of my time doing, and they're bringing real real money. Like that's really sick. Yeah, these are all uh, mint in the box, sealed. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know what they mean when they say hang tag. I assume they mean the little thing you can hang it on. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that, that's basically it. I think how they were purchased at the store. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I got nothing there. But uh, it, it's unbelievable that theoretically someone has an unopened Christmas present. Exactly. That easy. In their attic. That easy. And uh, lights out. There's, you know, two, five, ten K uh, in less than a decade. Yep. Uh, that kind of explosive growth we don't see with comic books. Uh, you know, I, I don't think we necessarily uh, can think of a single sports card that would be like that uh, or really other collector's items um, or collectible items at all where they started, you know, as a commercial piece. And then in a decade or two, they're at, again, one, two, five, $10,000. It's unbelievable. Like nothing I've ever seen. It's awesome. All right. Tell me about this one. Mile high copy of mystery men, uh, number 27. Uh, Again, I think this is also a Fox. This is also a Fox feature syndicate book. So just to see these in grade at all is incredible. But this one's part of the Mile High collection, which is the nicest. This is the most, it's the largest and best collection ever found. I think it was 5,000, 10,000 comic books, mint condition. Uh, owner was Edgar Church. And he just kept on... <laughs> Perfect, perfect condition. Uh, stacked up on top of each other. Great colors in the right climate in Colorado. Uh, white pages on a lot of the copies. Uh, and this is, a, this is an example of that. Um, this book it, is a collection of John Burke. Yep, yep. You, I, I don't know if the crowd can see it that well because uh, I know it's not zoomed in. But, you know, girl, girl again, you know, chained up. Guys coming in. It's, uh, it's a rescuer. It's just, it's sweet. It's really, really cool. And yeah, anyways. <laughs> Can you tell people who John Burke is? Uh, John Burke? John Burke was, so he was the, uh, um, John Burke is a, is a collector. He is a collector currently. And um, huge collection, uh, sold it through Metropolis Comics. And uh I don't know. It was one of the coolest collections I've ever seen. Uh, really obscure golden age. Connect, right? What? Comic, uh, Comic Connect. Yeah, Comic Connect. Comic Connect. And that was how many years ago? Did, I mean, it was three just years like ago. Three every years ago. major uh, key you can imagine in, in one auction. Well, it was a – the coolest thing about his collection wasn't so much the uh, – the keys as much as it was the obscure stuff, like the mystery men. You never saw no, – no one had stuff like this. And to have a collection of the rarities like that, um, it was just really cool to see. And, I mean, like, he had a fantastic three-mile high. That sold for 200 and some – almost 300000 bucks, I think. It was just such a sweet, sweet collection of stuff that a lot of people – the, the world doesn't really know. The world doesn't know at all. Uh, a lot of – even comic book collectors don't know about, but they're just – it's the golden age. It's the it's the forty stuff that is just so damn cool. And he collected the best of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was dun dun dun. I mean, I've seen one uh, copy of this uh, in the last two years. 
and uh, it was a 1 0. <laughs> uh, and this is unbelievable. Daredevil number one. Can you tell people a little bit about this book and why it's so important? Well, all right, again, Mile High Collection. Uh, but this is the uh, start. This is the first appearance of uh, Daredevil, uh, not the not the Marvel one. Um, but this is in the '40s. Uh, anything with a Hitler cover, period, sells way too well. And just to see one in this kind of condition is unbelievable. Uh, Hitler's on the cover. Yeah, the bid was sixteen thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, I think that was as of yesterday. I mean, it's going to go. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Way, way over that. But (laughs) I don't know about uh, It's going to go for a lot. Um, So, you know, we talk uh, very tongue-in-cheek about Hitler covers uh, as if, uh, (laughs) you know, that – I hate to even call him a person, uh, but, uh, you know, the horrific monster that is Adolf Hitler wasn't like the most horrific figure uh, in history. Um, Can you kind of explain to people who uh, are just kind of like looking at uh, Golden Age books, um, why that stuff is so important to collectors, uh, particularly collectors, um, you know, who are... uh, Catholic, in my case, Jewish, in your case, uh, you know, people who were persecuted by Nazis, or at least their ancestors were persecuted by Nazis. Like, why do they hunt Nazi comic books and hunt Hitler comics? Like, what's that all about? Well, so I know specifically for Timely now, Marvel, uh, they uh, were very Jewish influenced. So they were, they were really trying to put out the propaganda uh, to... Uh, against the uh, against them, so they were, they had the really cool graphic covers, beating up Hitler, uh, doing that, doing all that. Captain America comics number one, Hitler getting punched in the face by Jack Kirby, also uh, you know Jewish. Um, so that whole era time period, it's just really cool to see those graphic covers and the way that they were depicted by those artists. It's just I don't know. It's, and that's the funny thing, because like you know now uh, you you kind of become a Hitler fan. You see him, you see him on any cover of a comic book, and you get a little bit more excited because it's just like uh, <laughs> it makes it cooler. It makes it cooler. So it's a little ironic in a way. Yeah, I mean uh, the history surrounding uh, these books is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's really important for the time because this is a lot of these came out. Um, this these were a lot of them were before we entered the war, so it was to I don't know I shift I guess public opinion to show how negative it was you know even when they weren't aware of what was going on over there, so it's just really it's neat it's really really neat and showing that comic books were the history to kind of shape public opinion it it's just cool it's really really cool. Yeah, now this one's uh, first a little, softer, a little softer and gentler. Uh, talk to people about this book. Uh, well, so this is the first appearance of Robin, Detective Comics thirty-eight. Um, it's a it, it it just doesn't come up again in grade that often. Uh, I've never seen a seen one sell in this grade before. I've, this is the nicest copy I've seen uh, unrestored. 
Um, I think it's a it was a five five, and five fives also don't usually look this pretty. This one's <laughs> some. Yeah, right? uh, I haven't seen it in person yet, but if someone's gonna try to. Uh, I don't know. It looks like it's got upgrade potential to me. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful, beautiful copy. Yeah, Batman books were beloved by fans, and people read the shit out of them. And uh, <laughs> they're never in good shape. I no. mean, ever. Uh, and even when they are in halfway decent shape, they certainly don't present like this. No, um, no, it's a beautiful copy. Great color, Robin. It's, it's Robin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm as guilty as anyone. Uh, all I need to see is a trailer, and I'm like, I'm buying Batman books again. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's all it took. All it took, and I was excited, and I got a feeling uh, a lot of people looking at this auction are, are mm. probably going to be uh, the exact same way. Uh, can you talk about this one? Uh, more fun 67. So this is part of the, uh, Crippen pedigree. Um, not a very huge, huge, uh, collection, um, sold by heritage. Um, I don't want to say the raw copies had a certificate in the back from heritage. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. I, I, will, I, when I see them, I try to buy them. <laughs> I actually rescued one from, uh, West Virginia in the middle of nowhere. And then I gave it to my buddy. He'll be sending it to CGC soon. But yeah, no, it's just it's a, it was a huge collection of everything. Also, everything. Uh, I, I don't know the history. I don't know uh, who Davis Crippen exactly was, um, but you know, it's just it's sweet. And I know it was a giant, giant collection. Um, so yeah. Anyways, the more fun sixty seven. It's a it's a Spectre cover. All of these from that period are scarce. It's just, I mean, it's really it's cool. It's cool. And presents really well for a four hour. Oh, absolutely. From the small picture, but uh, it's gorgeous. Um, the Spectre books are super tough. I mean, they just don't come up. Uh, Very collectible. This is one of my uh, favorite characters from the Golden Age. Me uh, too. Can you tell people uh, about Catman? Uh, well, I just. <laughs> I, I, I know about I, the shirts, I, for some reason, I love the guy. But yeah, I love him. I love him. And I think this is, I'm pretty sure this is an LB Cole cover. Um, correct? Am I correct? I don't know. He did so many of those. Let me, uh, let me look so I can see if I can give us a precise answer. I had the same question. Uh, I was like, well, is that LB Cole? Let me see here, buddy. I'm looking at but your again, it's, it's that wartime period. He's beating up. Uh, uh, I, I know that's Mussolini. I think Tojo and Hitler on the front cover. Yeah, I think it's all three of them. And just bursting through, Mile High Collection, 9-6. They don't exist in that grade. It's just sweet. It's yeah, and that's really that cool. Not an, that is not an LB Cole cover. Nope. Uh, although the guy did a, a heck of a job. Uh, who's, the, uh, who's the artist? I can't read it for the life of me. Hmm. Um, and I apologize. Uh, but I just I can discern that it's not LB Cole. Uh, super cool cover, though. Great colors. Uh, looks like uh, whoever did the cover was... Uh, channeling their own personal LB Cole color palette, right? Well, he was a uh, LB Cole was a little kid, so maybe it was influence. Maybe that was the influence. Oh no, I because this is that uh, he did later issues. This is the number third, so I would think yeah. you know this is, huh? Yeah, that's what I would think. That's what I would think. This this guy probably was one of his I don't know influencers for young LB Cole. Makes sense. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Tell me about my favorite book in the auction. 
<laughs> so, all right, Negro Romance 4. So this is, I mean, a very scarce title, period. Um, it was originally Fawcett, uh, the first three issues, uh, and Charlton picked it back up uh, like five years later. Uh, really only came out with one issue. Uh, was never collected. So the these was never bought. I shouldn't say collected. It's now super, super sought after um, because of just the rarity of it and being, you know, uh, uh, I mean, a comic book from the 50s during that time about this, about uh, just public opinion then, all things considered. <laughs> it's just really cool to see that uh, from uh, being published from a wide distributor. Um, and what's extra neat about it. I mean, so it's already, it's a Gerber seven. So I think that means there's less than 50 copies in existence or less than a hundred copies in existence. This is the, this is the highest rated one. Uh, again, my book. <laughs> and, um, uh, so, so this, this period, a major artist for this time was Matt Baker. And, uh, also a, uh, you know, he was like a black comic artist, uh, and, he, he died tragically, you know, when he was very young. Uh, right, so for people who know who Matt Baker is, what did he draw? Uh, he was mo he mostly did romance, but he had a lot of really cool, like he has cool horror covers. He has cool uh, every war covers. He has uh, just interior artists. He was, he's the phantom lady. Oh God. He's like one of the best artists of all time from the fifties time period. Um, and he just real. No one could draw girls better than him, and and it's that's the really cool thing about him. And uh, this this is kind of so the they don't know who the artist is, but uh, they they assume it's Vince Collada or something like that. And um, it's actually theorized that uh, Matt Baker is literally on the cover of this comic book. If you uh, look at the guy, the dapper man in the uh, car, that looks kind of exactly like him and also he had the same yellow convertible so it's very possible that this is this is a uh literal matt baker cover mm. yeah it's unbelievable it's absolutely mm. beautiful any any romance any romance collector this is a grail and like it's just it's sweet it's sweet and scarce as fuck. So scarce. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've only seen pictures. I've never held one in my hand. And uh, the people that I've mentioned this book to in the auction, uh, or I've mentioned this book uh, to, uh, you know, in reference to the auction, uh, have all salivated, uh, <laughs> including the guy who uh, was at the brick and mortar shop uh, in Pennsylvania that I was at today, who promptly told me, you know, I've got somebody who's been looking for that shot or that book for the last 10 years. And I was like, well, now you have two people who, who are like, it doesn't, it doesn't. And that other guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, absolutely. Uh, just an amazing, mm. amazing book. And uh, I'll be really excited uh, to see who's lucky enough to win. Yeah, me too. Highest graded copy. Again, sweet. Sweet, sweet Hitler cover. Yeah, Incredible from, zero, from zero to zero. Uh, Adolf <laughs> Hitler on Master Comics. 
that's our boy Hitler. Uh, so yeah, he's being he's being by by Marvel Junior. He's getting slapped. Uh, I I think that's Tojo behind him also. Um, but again, just sought after book, really scarce, uh, mile high pedigree. I, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't. Yeah, this is a particularly cool cover for me. Uh, for whatever reason, I Never. like, uh, you know, Hitler uh, being berated on uh, the cover of these books, whether it's him running for his life or, uh, you know, holding his hindquarters after getting smacked in the ass. Uh, they Those kinds of books, uh, you know, Hitler being uh, sent to hell is a, a particular <laughs> favor. Uh, great comic in, in my, Yeah, I love it. Uh, this one's great. I, I've uh, I've never seen this book in grade before. It is gorgeous. You, you never see it ever. Like so, just to be in grade is a whole other experience. Cool. No, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the the big boy Batman books keep coming. Yep. Yep. Detective. Detective Comics sixty nine. Uh, probably the best Joker cover. Uh, I think. It, definitely for for golden age it absolutely is most sought after one uh black cover and god it's beautiful uh this this is not my book but i did uh, uh help like you know fix it up and i thought it was gonna get a whole grade higher than that um it's a beautiful beautiful copy i've never seen a six out of this pretty and it's it's also part of the uh it, it's it's another pedigree uh, cookville and it's just beautiful, beautiful. You never see it in grade. You never see it presenting this well. Um, and it's the Joker. It's the, it's the Joker. Tough as it gets. Oops, sorry. Wrong one. Maybe, uh, maybe the most coveted item in the auction? Definitely the coolest. It's without a doubt one of the, it might be the coolest thing I've seen heritage sell comic book related. Um, it, this is cause, cause I'm a horror fanboy. So this is Leo, Leo chamber of chills, 19, the original art cover. Uh, it's, it's as cool as it gets. I mean, it's just, so it's from 1955. Um, uh, this, this, this cover was also, um, it was, Splice, the Die, Die, Die Baby from uh, the band. I'm spacing on the name right now. The huge, huge influence. Um, the Misfits, the Misfits. Yeah, they use, they use this image. So it has a huge pop culture reference also, which is, you know, shown the, 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 the really, there's a lot around this book because, you know, it's, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah, I right. sold you a copy of uh, the Chamber of Shoals 19, and uh, then somebody else paid a little bit more, and you were kind enough to let them have it because <laughs> they were a nice person. Yeah, uh, a little and, while ago. And it's doubled in price uh, since then. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable the growth uh, on so this. So cool. So and, cool. And this particular cover image. Uh, and yeah, it's from the, the Harvey. Um, Har it's a Harvey. And um, I, I think there was a Harvey fire. So also, and um, so I know a lot of their original art was just, it was destroyed, wow. so it's scarce. And for it to be in this kind of condition too, it's, it's really, really clean original art. And one of the best images you could, 
one of the best uh, horror covers, period. It might be the best. It's arguably the best horror cover, period. And it's for sale. Like, that's so damn cool. And it has the, and, and Misfits also used it. Uh, huge, huge band. Yeah, what just, I love about Heritage Auctions is uh, unless um, two people with literally nothing to lose uh, get in a bidding war, <laughs> stuff goes, uh, you know, you can get things for an incredibly reasonable amount of money. Um, I suspect that uh, this thing's going to triple before it's done. Well, the sky's the limit on it. Uh, it's one of well the thing is, any other horror Oh, in a bidding war. I'm like, who knows? Just absolutely who knows? Uh, any other horror cover, Leo Lila's cover, it's, it wouldn't be anywhere close to six figures, but I mean, still, you know, obviously expensive. Um, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I got one of his other, uh, his other covers on my, on my shirt. Still alive, still alive. Cute, cute old man. Uh, wait, wait, how am I mixing him up? I'm mixing him up with somebody else. Um, but anyways, he's just, I don't know. It's sick. It's sick. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, for people who are more modern collectors, there's incredible items uh, in the auction. Mm. Uh, can you talk so, a little bit about the goon? The goon. Um, so this is, uh, you know, obviously it's it's not the mainstream. This is this is Avatar Press, and um, I'm not. I, I I don't claim to be a, a goon reader or fan, but I know I think you'd love it. <laughs> I mean, it's sick. It's a sick cover. Period. I mean, the art on it's awesome, and then for it to be nine nine grade, like that. Have that's you seen the, uh, the um, Giamatti cartoon? Yeah, these, these regularly. It's already scarce enough in nine eight. I think they sell for about fifteen hundred bucks in nine eight, and there's like thirty something of them on the census. And this is the only nine 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 nines. Period. <laughs> like that's that's a gem all in its own and i don't know for it to be Mikey, have you seen the the paul giamatti cartoon for that remember they were going to try to get this made as a, a movie um no i'm not i'm not i, I wouldn't know i wouldn't you got know. you got to look at it on youtube so uh paul mm -hmm. giamatti cut a cartoon for the goon um i think after you watch it you'll be a diehard fan like that'll be enough and I know there's 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 a lot more of these are being because you know I, I follow eBay and trends and all that a lot more of these are getting purchased so there's there's got to be some sort of hype around it um, but right now I mean a nine nine copy of this book that just that's crazy yeah it's awesome uh, super cool piece mm -hmm. tell us about this one dun 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 so well Black Panther everyone knows that he 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 passed and um, this is. Kind of a really cool, uh, I mean, you can't really get a much better image of him. Uh, this is Avengers 58, uh, uh, splash page by uh, John Buscema. And it's just a sick, sick image of uh, <laughs> of, of Black Panther. Um, it just doesn't get better than that. And, you know, with his recent passing, I mean, it's just, it's a great, it's a great tribute item. Yeah, we, um, we kind of... Um took a break last week and uh, sat down with some members of the community to talk about Chadwick Boseman and the impact of the Black Panther film on comics and culture. And, 
you know, how cancer touches people's lives with the mm-hmm. community, uh, not just from the passing of, um, you know, a Hollywood celebrity who we all felt like was a personal friend, right? Uh, mm-hmm. After seeing him in a, in a film, I mean, he just uh, kind of touched everyone's heart, but. Yeah, um, five-year battle. It's, it's just, it's it's really, it's hard. It's, it's, it's rough. Yeah, super cool item. Beautiful. Very. Uh, now, this time might be the biggest boy of them all. Yeah, the, the Princess of Mars. Yeah, Frank Frazetta, the best comic artist of all time. Uh, common consensus. <laughs> um, it, it's just a great cover from... Uh, uh, it's just sweet. It's just sweet. It's Frazetta. It's, it's, Have you been to the Frazetta Museum? Uh, what'd you say? Have you been to the Frazetta Museum? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I bet yeah. it's sick, though. Yeah, it's uh, in Pennsylvania, and um, I have not uh, made it there. I, I actually was planning on going, and then uh, COVID hit, and that was mm. the end of it. Uh, it's like a six-hour trek uh, in a car from my house. doesn't make much sense to fly, uh, but sort of a pain in the butt to drive. Uh, it's on the verge of uh, New York State, and... Um, apparently is uh super cool um his it, i believe it's run by his family um and you know i, I uh i'm just grateful for the contribution and i, I think absolutely seen, uh here in the last couple of years his original art uh skyrocket in price it's incredible and just to see like comic book art in general like he's had I don't know how many uh, million dollar, uh, over million dollar sales he's had now, but he's the only guy that's hit that mark. It's just really, really cool seeing him be kind of the level of fine artist, and he deserves to be. I mean, you see his, his, you see the way that he drew the human form. It's just, it's incredible. And this guy was kind of like the rock star uh, of comic book art. Uh, he, he did covers for like, um, uh, uh, was it Motley Hatchet? And um, <laughs> it's just, and, and uh, Wolf Mother. Uh, it's just sweet. It's just sweet. And uh, yeah, so now uh, the family uh, has been, uh, uh, you know, really showing off his work. And I don't know, it's sweet. It's really, really cool. So how long have you been doing heritage auctions? How long have I what? As a submitter, how long have you been submitting books uh, in heritage auctions? About three years now. And uh, can you kind of talk people through the process? Like uh, one of the things I I thought was so interesting, I um, was talking to Rick from Rick's Neat Stuff, uh, who apparently everybody calls Ricky. And I was like, I don't want to call him that. I'll just call him Rick. Uh, and he uh, apprised me of the fact that they now uh, do a like a buy it now section. Uh, the right. the marketplace, the marketplace. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, can you kind of talk about um, the marketplace, uh, about the auctions themselves, and how that process goes? You know, yeah. for somebody who um, is interested in in reaching out to Heritage, and uh, you know how that all goes. Can you kind of give yeah. uh, just tell us about your experience? Well, I love them. <laughs> no one's more professional. Like, you know, that just period. They, they, they are realistic. They're honest. They have a perfect reputation. And, like, it just doesn't get better than that. Um, so if you want 
anything to have really worldwide publicity, you, you sell it through Heritage. Um, so that's why they're sweet. Um, but as for the marketplace, uh, that's the thing that they're starting to get off the ground. Um, we, we've had it for a while, but it's it's now really we're trying. They're they're trying to uh, get it pumping, and um, so yeah. Again, just another forum to you know buy and sell really cool books. Uh, if people who have bought books in the past, you know, you can make offers to the owner. The owner can also set them up for sale. That whole thing. It's it's just a really cool thing. Um, as for consignment, uh, they also make it really easy for you. They're, they're great at giving uh, uh, really accurate, fair um, uh, uh, estimates, and you know they don't they don't try to oversell anything. They they really tell you they tell it like it is, and uh, it's okay, so I want to I want to kind of uh, unpack that. So there's now a marketplace that works very much in the same way that. Um, like eBay would for buy it now items, right? That you can just kind of shop through. Yeah. And then when there are, and those are items with fixed prices that are available for sale at those fixed prices right now. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> click the button. It's yours. Okay. And then <laughs> if uh, I purchase an item from an auction, Mm -hmm. somebody who wants that item can reach out to me later in time and say, Hey, I want to buy that from you. This is what I'm willing to pay. Yes. And that happens quite a bit. It really quite a bit. Quite a bit. Right. I know people, people try to contact auctions after they close thing. Like, Oh, I missed this. I would pay more. I pay more. <laughs> So, so it's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Fanatics are real. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of them. Miss things. Right. And then, uh, you've got the live auctions and what I hear all the time is, well, uh, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't think I can get as much money from the, with a buyer premium and a seller premium. And I'm like, do you actually look at these numbers or did you hear someone say that and you just repeated that? Cause that's, <laughs> that's not a real thing. Um, you guys get the best results period, right? We do. I, well, I mean, I, in, in my opinion, I mean, and I, I mean, said, that's, that's why you put your books there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I sell through Comic Connect. I sell through, through comic link also, but it's, if you want something that really is going to get as much publicity as possible, you you sell it through Heritage, and uh, like the the other other comic uh, auction major comic yeah the other major comic auction houses are they're great like I I've, I really only have great things to say about them, but if you want something to truly get the press it deserves, you you go through Heritage. Now, do you buy stuff? from heritage oh all the time oh, all the time too much yeah because yeah, you were looking at stuff last night when we were on the phone you're like i gotta go i got a bid in the morning uh well that was actually for a uh, another auction that was this morning um uh but there was a uh that was in i want to say invaluable um hmm I can't, I can't remember the name of it it's one of those uh uh just 
like nothing was graded in it, but there was a Spirit 22, uh, one of the cool, one of the really cool uh, uh, girl covers, um, an Avengers run in really high grade, a whole Thor run, really, yes. really high grade. Raw. Red dress. Uh, here. Yes. Red girl. Glorious. Yeah. yeah, Will Eisner. I think Will Eisner's the artist. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite books. I love it. Don't have yeah, a copy of it. After. Uh, but yeah. raw, all of these raw and in very good condition. Uh, so it was just a cool thing to see. Um, but, you know, if that person that sold through that auction house uh, did it through Heritage, uh, got everything graded. It, I mean, it would have been ten times as it, the the auction would have been ten ten x what it went for, what everything went for. So, are all of the comics on Heritage graded? Um, no, no. Um, they, they're also they they sell raw stuff too, and it's you know they have the best of the best there, uh, um, saying. This is the grade. This is, uh, and they're and they're honest and upfront. They check all the pages, you know, no restoration, all that, or they note it otherwise. Um, yeah, yeah, they sell tons of raw stuff. And one of the things that I love about Heritage is uh, it is an encyclopedia of incredible information about oh. comics and art. Right? Well, they, like, if they, you want to know? Yeah, you look at it. It's the place to go. And that's the really cool thing. It's a resource, um, and like just alone, it's a resource. Uh, you, you tons and tons of pricing data for collectibles. Period. Uh, they have forty-eight category, <laughs> between thirty plus categories of, of of information of prices realized. Uh, so you can see if you're looking up anything, they probably sold something similar to it. So it's just a great, great pricing resource. Period, and all that information's public. You know, you just need to make an account. Can you talk a little bit about how um, the comic market has evolved in uh, the COVID America? I mean, you're not able to go to conventions and dig through books. Did you Did you make it to the Little Giant Con? But I, I did make it to the Little Giant Con, and you know, I was antsy. I was antsy because you know all the collection, all the uh, conventions are getting canceled and all that. Uh, but the little giant convention was kind of that little uh, bastion. It was, I, I, I dropped everything. I was like, I need to go back to a convention. Um, and it was awesome. I had never been to it before. Um, and uh, it's just a great, great convention. I really recommend did you it. Hang out with Jason? I did. I did hang out with Jason. That's the, uh, the owner of the convention. Awesome guy. Um, Really, it's just great, great convention. It was a really, really fun, fun time. I wish it was just longer. It was one day convention. It's my only criticism. Should have been would three you, days. What'd you pick up if you don't mind uh, me asking? Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, really, the cool thing about that place is uh, uh, it's a great place to find, you know, more modern and uh, bronze stuff. So, you know, you get like. You know, tick number ones and like really good grade. And then there's the Invincible series, uh, which is now this is, there's a lot of notoriety about this book right now. Also great, great condition. Um, but then everyone knows, dun, 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 Venom. And this I actually purchased from Jason, the owner of the convention. Uh, awesome, awesome guy. Great fair, <laughs> so fair. Um, 
And yeah, so yeah, amazing Spider-Man 300s and all that. First of that, a lot of, lot of, Jesus, man. <laughs> lot of stuff. <laughs> so it was a great, great buying show. And, uh, you know, with, with the movie coming out, uh, Carnage, you know, again, also, uh, Purchase from Jason, little guy convention. Great. Yeah, nine minutes of uh, ASM 300 went from a thousand to two thousand, and are closing in on three K. I think. I think there was a sale. I think Comic Link just sold one for over three thousand bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that book wow. is it's awesome. Uh, 1988, so it's not it's not scarce, but it's just to see it. Uh, uh, it's just cool. It's it's also it's also a cover that is pretty hard to get perfect. So in nine eight grade from that period, it's just back it is really cool. Yeah, back covers all black. Yeah, yeah well, that. exactly, exactly. Very neat. What else you bring us? Uh, dun, 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 dun. So then, as for Golden Age, um, so there is there was some pretty sweet Golden Age there. Uh, my, my coolest pickup, dun, 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 dun. Detective. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, 140. So this is the first Riddler. Uh, it's gorgeous. Very, man. very pretty condition. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a book tinkerer, so it's not going to look like this for much longer, but it's <laughs> really, really cool to see stuff like that at that convention. Uh, also huge LB Cole fan. So <laughs> to see this on weather convention, it, it's there's like gems like that in the rough. Um, so if you're really after golden age, it's not the it's while there is tons of that kind of stuff there, it's much more of a bronze and modern kind of uh convention. Um, but it was silver also, um, but really bronze and modern uh, uh centric. But there still is tons of cool golden age there, uh, a lot of collectors there, a lot of. A lot of stuff that's just not out there on the open market, really. You know, old school guys. That it's just cool. It's just really cool. Mikey, I uh, can't tell you how appreciative we are for the time that you spend with us. Uh, it means a lot to not just me, but to all the guys on Tales from the Flip Side and uh, the CBSI uh, extended family. Um, we really uh, and truly appreciate it. I hope that we can get you to, uh, uh, against your better judgment, be a recurring guest, come <laughs> back and talk with us about this sort of stuff. I, I feel like we could have spent uh, an entire hour uh, picking your brain about um, how you buy comics and uh, how you sell comics. Uh, and I hope that you'll let me do that at some point in time in the future. Uh, before we go, can you kind of tell everybody where they can find you? Um, I, I know that uh, you're going to want to um, probably finish uh, fixing those books before they go to market. Uh, but if people want to reach out to you about uh, buying books or selling books, uh, how do they find you? Uh, well, so easiest way is Instagram, uh, Mikey Comics on Instagram. Uh, so I would really just recommend going there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You're a good man. Mm -hmm. I, uh, appreciate it, my friend.